Here we go. This is Blue 42. We're going to go red, right, tight, close, sprint left, GU corner, half back, flat, on two. Ready, right. Now here's your hosts, Danny O'Neill and Paul Gallant. Blue 42! Blue 42! Good morning, Brock. How are you now? Oh, good morning, Paulie. I'm doing good. What a weekend. What a... What a Saturday night. Holy Oof. smokes. Your boy was running around the room. Yeah. Friends over. Gorging on pizza. Yeah. I, if it was on video, I'd be curious to look at myself. I, I think I showed some bursts and twitch, some quickness. I was running around the room, jumping up on the fireplace, a uh, little step, back down, running around. I just, that was, that was amazing. Holy smokes. Was that game just so much fun. We'll get to that game in, in just a moment. But, Brock, we've got some more Aaron Rodgers on Russell Wilson passive aggressiveness. Here is oh, Aaron oh. Rodgers with uh, Kenny Mayne. Well, when you say things like that, then people – he just said it's not in his hands. He might be, right, like things get misinterpreted. Wouldn't you like to just proclaim, I'm there, I'm your guy. I, I want to keep throwing for Lombardi Avenue all day. <laughs> Ken, you and I both know that's not how it works. No. Uh, like you know, Russell Wilson. He just answered a question. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not, you know, necessarily going to approach it to, uh, like how that some of that stuff came out. But look, it, like I said last year, you know, there's things that are just out of my control. <laughs> what do you guy. think? Oh, that guy. That guy right there. I'll, I'll let uh, my wife's words. We were watching because he he's doing Jeopardy, and so he's doing his tour and getting all his pub out there. And Molly's like, I, that guy's an amazing player, but I, I can't I can't stand him. Like I just I, I'm done. I just have the hardest I have the hardest time. That's my wife, who's like the nicest person. He's just so what what is the word? Is it snarky? You nah, say passive aggressive? No, it's smug. He's just, smug. Yeah, it's smug. Yeah, he's I'm smug. Just, yes. He is smug. I'm not yeah, gonna do think... what Russell's camp did. I'm not. Oh, gonna what do you give... say that he did? Oh, I'm not gonna get into that. I just, I'm not I just gonna give do four that teams that I would or would not be traded for. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I go guess down God that was road. a Packer fan. Oh God. He's smug with a point, though. <laughs> Which is? I mean, is that the way to go about doing it? Well, is it what? What's the difference between you know, in the moment after a playoff game, throwing your coach under the bus and and at that moment saying yeah i I don't really know where i'm gonna be yeah you tell me which is a better hot kettle (laughs) those who live in glass houses ought not get out with a wrist rocket fire and ball bearings at other people's domiciles well said danny i'm I'm, I'm cool with it this time (laughs) no lame dude i'm i'm gonna i will defend this russ i will protect this russ Oh, that's right. You're back on the protect Russ. Apologize to Russ. Love Russ. That's right. That's correct. <laughs> smooch, smooch I don't. Russ. I don't. I don't want to be desperate. I don't want to be desperate. Being desperate for a quarterback makes you do dumb things. Yeah. Like draft Mac Jones number three overall. <laughs> Come on, do it, you cowards! I know the 49ers want to do it. <laughs> you really want to will it into existence? I do. I've very seldom been so certain about things as I am about that one that that's a colossal mistake. Am yeah, I, I am looking, I wrong, Brock? Looking at a looking at a mock draft this morning. What if it's Trey Lance? It, see, if, I don't. I I'm more worried about Lance. Lance won't play for a year. Justin I'm pretty, Fields. Fields. Okay, so here's the puzzling thing about Fields. 
if he was a Nick Saban quarterback, I would be out on Justin Fields. But because he played for Kirby Smart, who I think is kind of dumb, and could have conceivably... Nick Saban would not choose a quarterback that is less talented to remain the starter. Mm -hmm. Kirby Smart would. Because Mm -hmm. what looms over the Justin Fields conversation is that that dude transferred because he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. Right. And Fromm's not that good. Yep. And if that's Nick Saban, I'm like, okay, that means that he really thought Fromm was the better player. Kirby Smart just might have thought that he liked Fromm and not Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah, fair. That's pretty good analysis on a Monday morning, O'Neal. You're strong. (laughs) You're hot today. Question two. Uh, Question two. Does Brock get to tell me question two? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Know your role, Brock Hewitt. Sorry, sorry, Mara. Sorry. (laughs) If you're a Husky fan, you can't root for Gonzaga tonight, right? Wrong. R- right? Wrong. Right? <laughs> Ab- absolutely oh, wrong. Oh, he's so disappointed. You've let him you down, are, you're, Danny. You're rooting for Gonzaga? Yes. And oh. I, don't, I don't know if I can do this well. Uh, I'm going to try right here, though. I already ticked Mora off this morning, so I'm going to tick her off again. But tell me that Saturday night did not bring you back to this. That moment, that Cold moment, blooded. that moment, on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I got it right here on my phone this morning. You like Wait, that? We got, we got you a like radio station. We got a radio station with highlights, say. and you're holding your phone up to a That's microphone. All right. Yes, uh, yes, I am. Right to my mouth microphone, right there. Yes, I did. Because that's what it brought me back to, man. That that just joy, Danny. This. This Gonzaga team and, and that and this crew really, yeah, I can I can root for them. They do everything right. They do everything the right way, and people want to be there now. You know, the kid out of North Carolina, uh, seven footer, looks like he's put his name in the portal. Get ready, to probably hear him coming to Gonzaga next, and and people want to be there. Guys want to to be a part of that program, and to and to get them, Danny, to play selflessly, a one and done that is selfless didn't happen and hasn't happened in Seattle. Right, it was part of Romar's undoing, unfortunately. Getting grand trans- grad transfers to buy in and to play into the system and the role and the and the selflessness. I I can't root against them. I I really can't. They're not in they're not in the Pac-12. They're a totally different animal. They're a small private school that's going about it and got their foundation built and continues to put brick upon brick upon brick. So if you got a problem with it, Seattle, and you got a problem with it, UW, then do something about it. Build your program similarly. I, I, I agree with that last part. I just, I feel like rooting for, I, I don't disagree with any of the things you say about <laughs> no. their program and about what they've done and about how that team plays. That team is a blast to watch. Timmy is, who's their best player? Like, you could make an argument for four different dudes, very compellingly. Timmy's footwork is incredible. I think Kispert is their best overall player and probably has the best pro prospects. But Jalen Suggs, Paul pointed it out, he's incredibly athletic, decisive, that block he had from behind. And we're not talking about Ayayi, who was probably their best player, certainly in the first half of Saturday's game. They're they're incredible. But they lapped us, and if I started cheering for them, it would mean that I'm basically forsaking, that I would be the the conquered kingdom that... 
dons the cloth of Rome and says, Danny, I am a Roman. Danny, you have that program right down in the south that you will never, ever, ever have any issue fighting with and beating up and hating. And they've got a Nike swoosh and they've got yes. some, some different capabilities than, than you've got in Seattle. And and you own them for decades and generations. And then they've owned you the last couple decades in some regards. And, and you know, that that's a fight to fight. I... I I can't fight with Gonzaga, man. And, yes, I will be rooting for them and would love to see them get it done tonight. I have no problem, though, with the way that Danny's going about it. Brock, my only sure. issue is that he is rooting for the smug institution of Baylor. And <laughs> just like the entire state of Texas would not be rooting for Baylor in a national championship, you do not have to, as an entire state, root for the Zags in the national championship. Was Baylor hated down there in Houston? Folks didn't necessarily love the Baylor Bears? There is a Baylor thinks that they're a much better school than they are. They are a very good school, and they also like to rub a lot of their mm. high-mindedness in your face. And it's ironic, considering some of the history of their programs, yeah. both football you know, now and basketball. That you say, now, now that you say it, it sounds like Baylor might be the exact program for a UW fan to root for. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thinks they better than they are. Question three. O- overlooks Question overlooks three. some previous transgressions. <laughs> Question three. We, we were talking about him just a moment ago, Brock. Justin Fields and his seeming fall from the top of conversation when it comes to quarterbacks in this year's draft it has been interesting Dan Orlovsky was asked about it by Pat McAfee and I'm curious if you think what Orlovsky said to McAfee is out of bounds here's Dan Orlovsky these are the things that have shared been shared with me okay um one I have heard that he is a last guy in, first guy out type of quarterback. Like, not the maniacal work ethic. I've even heard it compared to Justin Herbert where it was like, dude, when Justin Herbert showed up, it was like a psychopath when it came to working to get ready for the draft or or even at school. Like, give me more. I want to work nonstop. And I've heard that there are some questions with Justin Fields' work ethic, okay? And then the second thing is, how do I phrase this the right way? Like, how... Where is his desire to go be a great quarterback? Um, I think that there is a desire to be a big-time athlete um, from what is expressed to me. But where is his desire to go be a great quarterback? You hear that. What's Mm -hmm. your reaction? Is that out of bounds to go that route when discussing a prospect? Hey, I'm hearing that some people don't think he works hard. The challenge, and I, I think the lesson that, that Dan has learned out of this, and if he were on right now answering this question, he would say, you know, the, A, this is lying season. B, this is manipulation season. C, this is kind of my, one of my first forays into this job where I've got a huge mouthpiece and that I can actually be used and, and teams actually use me. And, 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 and I, don't think he, I don't think he's been in that position before, quite honestly. As his as his brand and as his um, scope has grown, and, and a lot of the hard work that he has done, and so I, I think even though he tried to say this is what I've heard, there was not a hey I, I covered this kid and he did he called his games at Ohio State hey I've talked to folks close to him hey I, I reached out if if you have that information then you've got to present it I and and I think the next time around he will you know he circled back and tried to do it after the fact but it's in that moment 
that you have got to, if you're going to to to, to make that kind of case, you got to make sure to say, now here's what I've heard from opposing teams. Take it for what you will, especially in this season, weeks before the draft. It stands totally counter to everything that I have seen and experienced. And and frankly, if you want my opinion, I think the dude's a baller and a dog and a worker. This is some of the some of the stuff going around right now, though, to manipulate the draft. So I, I think it is a, a lesson learned. I, I, I hope, you know, and, and I think he will. And certainly, man, the heat that, that it has created and for Herbie to come out and just go into pit bull attack mode and go right at his neck as well. Uh, Herbie, yeah. Herbie went after Orlowski. We got ESPN yeah. on ESPN Crime. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, did he? Like, in a way, I don't think I've ever seen Herbie ever do that to any peer in the media, let alone someone under the same umbrella there and the same employer. So he was... Yeah, he was pretty frustrated about all of it as well. It looks like I was reading this morning that Dan um, reached out to Justin Fields and just said, hey, man, you know, that this is what it was. This is what I heard. I did not handle it professionally and as well as I could have. And, you know, so he went, you know, right to right to the source and, and you know, but, you know, you know what, it, though? But, but it's interesting. I mean, I remember 10 years ago, Salt going pit bull on, what was that guy's name? Nolan Narwaki. Nolan Narwaki? Yes. That was the dude over Cam Newton, right? Yeah, who took issue with, with his fake, fake smile, smile and yeah. some of those things. The other challenge. <laughs> that was classic Oh, my salt. gosh. Oh. Like, all of a sudden, Narwaki. That who makes was, me, that that pisses me off. I'm just going to be, that pisses me off. Yes. That's what Salt well, It was like, who's your source? Well, I'm not going to tell you my source. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> how do I know it's a trustworthy source? Like, well, what are you talking about? And I think for, honestly, I think for Dan in that situation, and I've had to learn some of these lessons over the years uh, of being in this position, of, of hearing different things. And, man, it, okay, so that's not perspective. Here's maybe the team's perspective. Where is some of the truth? Is it in the middle? I don't think he's fallen because of work ethic. I don't think he's fallen because of toughness. I think people put on the tape and look at, you know, the sack reel. And we've talked about this with Russell. You know, that sack reel is pretty long. There are a lot of sacks, a lot of holding on to the ball, right? Learning that line between throwing it away, living to play another day, not taking a negative play. And, and you know, that's a, that's a line that you hope you ace in college so that by the time you get to the NFL, because if it's challenged at the college level, trust me, it's going to be a challenging line, I think, for him to walk at the NFL level as well. Brock, is very fun to talk to you. It I, always I, is. I, I'm, I'm glad that you provided the counterbalance. You're like the well-adjusted Husky fan who can uh, appreciate and applaud. 100 I, Husky fans, Danny. 100 of them right now. Okay, 100 of them. We walk in, we hang out with 100 legitimate Husky fans who get emotionally riled up and down, who ride the roller coaster of football yeah. and basketball, who are legitimate, not posers, but just right. legitimate not Husky Not Jack fans. Huskies, but yeah, like Correct. tried and true. How in the many world. of 100 Huskies tonight are rooting for or rooting against Gonzaga? I think there are. Don't you have a text toy, by the way? Don't you have a oh, little yeah. text toy in front of you? Now, it's hard to filter fakes out, so maybe there's going to be a little margin. Everybody thinks they're real. But if you I, were I would to say this, take a hundred. What do you I, think? I would say that a third of Husky fans are actively rooting for Gonzaga. A third of fans are not indifferent, but they're not applauding Gonzaga, but they appreciate and like admire it. Yep. And then there's a third that are demonic, like me, that actively yeah. want Gonzaga to lose. I think that's probably fair. 
That's good wisdom. You brought a lot of wisdom on this Monday morning. No, I don't think it's any wisdom. It's a it's a lot of bitterness. Pettiness. It's 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 evidence that I'm dark and ugly on the inside. Like all of these things, if anybody's been wondering about that, you're it's it's on full display again. And Brock, I'm just glad that once again you're the virtuous counterbalance. Okay. I got one. You're my carbon thing. offset. I got one last thing to ask. I think it's got to be asked. We had a big Zoom meeting last week, and uh, do you go ponytail now? Do you go man bun? <laughs> What, what exactly that are we hair doing? Is long, bro. What exactly are we doing with that thing? Because <laughs> you were I just letting it flow in the meeting. I'm like, is that is that a, every day? Is it just flow or yeah? Are we ponytail yeah. or are we man? I don't. I haven't, I haven't bound it into a ponytail it's, yet, but it can be bound. Is it, it can oh, be yes. bound back into a ponytail? Are the headphones pulling them pulling it back right now? That's correct. Yeah, you want you want to see it it's like unleashed. A if you're yeah. on the if you're if you're on the if you're on when, the stream right now. When was the last time your hair was that? Fabio. Long? When was it that long? Was it is a kid? Oh, it's never been this long. Oh, it's wow. never been this long. Wow. It's never been this long. It's been untrained. Okay. This is this is this is quarantine quarantine cut loose. Okay, I, I haven't had, I haven't had a haircut in 14 months now. You look like a crazed writer. Yeah, it's gone off yes. the deep end. Yes. got a little bit of that. <laughs> Brock, thank you very much. All right. Talk to you tomorrow, boys. That is Blue 42. We've gotten a little unchained here.